At Laylee, located here in Pella, would you believe that our elves are busy building robots that milk and feed cows? We enjoy giving the gift of robotic equipment to hardworking dairy producers year-round. Our robots allow more time for dairy producers to spend together. It's really the gift that keeps on giving. And by the way, isn't that what the holidays are all about? Laylee's holiday challenge for you, slow down, appreciate life's gifts, and focus on the real reason for the season. Happy holidays from our family at Laylee, Farming Innovators. Welcome to today's Hearthstone Let's Talk Pella. I'm Andrew Schneider. Mark Wiskus and Jim Brandel with the Pella Community Foundation and Arvin Voss join us on today's program to discuss a gift recently given to the Pella Community Foundation through the Grow Pella Initiative. All right, well, we're here today with members of the Pella Community Foundation and a donor for a project called Grow Pella. Jim, let's start with you. You and I talk usually every year, or Tyler, about the Pella Community Foundation during your grant cycle. Well, in order to have those funds, you have a variety of resources to tackle different initiatives. Let's start with what Grow Pella is and how this factors into the overall picture of the Community Foundation. Well, Grow Pella is a unique part of the the Community Foundation's assets. It involves gifts of farmland in the Pella area, using those gifts for, for either direct gifts to the Community Foundation or renting the farmland and using the rent from that land to fund uh, various charitable organizations. So it's a, it's, a, it's a very, very important part of our assets, but it's a, a one that has, has not been used extensively until now. Well, Mark, you're the money guy, the vice president of this organization as well. In the grand scope of things, how does this work, right? Because I think a lot of people know that they can go to your website, make a $50 donation or something, but then you have all these endowments and all these other factors. How does the farmland specifically kind of fuel the grants that you end up giving? So, yeah, this idea actually came about when um, past board member Pete Verhey and I actually went to a meeting that was put on Um, for nonprofit organizations, and they talked about how using farmland fits into different community foundations. So was that 2016, I believe, is when that was. And we, being in a farming community, you know, have the ability that a lot of farm ground becomes a very important asset to people. But going from generation to generation and as um, charitable-minded as people are, there's more than one way to give back to charity, and we felt it was a valuable um, asset to create this separate Gropella entity so that um, different farmers can donate farm ground to this Gropella organization and continue their charitable giving that they've been doing in the past. Well, Arvin, this brings in your family who's taken advantage of this, specifically your dad. After your mom had passed away, he wanted to give back to the community. And it sounds like for multiple years, his partner with the foundation, and even after his death, he's continuing to do so. How did your family get involved with this, and what's it meant to be a part of this specific project that does so much good across the community? Well, several years ago, my mother and father always were of the charitable mind. They always were donating. They always were giving of their time to different organizations. So this is, was on their mind throughout their whole life. They didn't just start up. You know, my mother has been gone for a while, but she, they were both very involved in the communities. They both growed up in the Pella community. Um, they got married here in Pella in the church. Uh, 
Pella's been their dear town, and they're, they're proud of it. And uh, so they gave considerable time. I mean, my dad donated almost every day. He went to the thrift mission for Bibles for about 20 years and the well, both. He donated his time at both places, uh, put in a lot of time, and he helped people. People would come to his house and talk to him, and he was just a concerned person for well-being of the community and of people. So this didn't, and then we, we, we discovered the Pella Community Foundation and so we looked into that, and uh, he decided he had a farm that he would like to donate to the Pella Community Foundation. So that's how it, that's how it came about. Well, and now that legacy continues. What's it like to see that your your parents, you know, impact on our world didn't just end with their lives? That for many many years to come, now this farm is going to generate and create so many projects in our community. That's correct. And that's what we're very proud of. I'm, as a son, I'm very proud of my parents and that they wanted to donate here to this community. And I want to donate to this community. I'm proud of this community. And so we just want to keep this going on for years and years and years. Well, and Jim, that gets to the lasting impact of the Pella Community Foundation. One of my first interviews I did with you eight or nine years ago was about endowments and about the fact that afterlife we can continue to give with what we created while we were here. And and this is just one of those avenues. What's it like to hear this story and have so many to know that each year you're giving away thousands of dollars to nonprofits because of the generosity of families like this, whether it's Grow Pella or the other functions that you have? Well, it's very gratifying to, to realize that uh, seeds that were planted six or seven years ago are now bearing fruit. Uh, and you mentioned a farm. In this instance, it's not just a farm, it's multiple farms. And those farms will generate a tremendous amount of income for the foundation, which in turn can be used to fund grants and, and to various organizations. And so that's very, very gratifying. And of course, as you remember from our original talk about endowments, the advantage of an endowment is it's for in perpetuity, that's a fancy word meaning almost forever, that, that the initial gift is protected. It does not get spent, but it gets invested. And the investment return is what is used to fund the various grants that are made and the gifts that are made to not-for-profits. Now, that's an important aspect. The gift and the, and the, and the grants can only go to, to charities. Yeah. So, Mark, whether they are hearing this about Gropel or any other aspect, how do people get on this side of the Community Foundation? Obviously, we hear about the grant applications, which is also so important, but how do they make a gift of this magnitude, whether it is farmland, whether it is an endowment, um, whether it is a donation, how do they take that step and benefit their community, whether it's this year or, as Jim said, potentially forever? Well, you know, Andrew, there's a lot of different ways. You know, the easiest way to do it is you can just go to our website, you know, the PellaCommunityFoundation.org is one easy way to do it. But then if you are looking for more estate planning, more advanced planning like that, 
you know, there's different attorneys that everybody works with in our community and different financial uh, advisors in our community and CPAs. Just start a conversation with somebody that you work with and share the thoughts of what your plans are, what, what you're thinking. And the Pellet Community Foundation becomes a great tool to help accomplish people fulfill what they're, they want for their estate plan through philanthropic giving or, you know, even from a, a their kids standpoint, because this community is such a give back community, a charitable minded community. And being the Pell Community Foundation, we're very happy to help people accomplish what their objectives are. And and this is a prime example of what that became. Well, and, and I think it's important to clarify, you know, Mark has, you know, says, go to your financial advisor all the above, it's not just farmland or money. There's many, many ways that people in town can use assets that they have, Jim, uh, to, to further the mission of the Community Foundation. Yes, indeed. Uh, in addition to the farmland giving program, the foundation will accept gifts of things like crops uh, that farmers may have that they want to sell, would sell and give to the give to the foundation and receive a tax deduction thereby. Uh, real estate. We'll accept real estate. The only caveat to that is the real estate does cannot have a, a debt incurred. But if somebody is at the retirement age or thinking about going into a nursing home, they may want to downsize. And it would be a, a, an opportunity to at least consider giving the home and the property to the community foundation, receiving a tax-deductible gift, and then that that could be so that property could be sold, and the money could go into an endowment fund, and they would receive. In this instance, putting it into an, a specific type of endowment fund, they could also receive a twenty-five percent uh, Iowa tax rebate. So there's all kinds of advantages that can be taken advantage of, but uh, you know, so it's not just money, it's not just farmland. It could be other forms of assets that could be contributed to the Community Foundation. Once again, that was Jim Brandle and Mark Wiskus with the Pella Community Foundation and Arvin Voss. If you miss any of our Let's Talk programs, you can find them online daily at kniakrelust.com under podcasts or subscribe through Google, Apple, or Spotify to never miss an episode. That concludes today's Hearthstone Let's Talk Pella. Hearthstone, a ministry of Wesley Life, supporting the health, independence, and well-being of older adults in Pella. 